Hey guys, it's Kyler. So we recorded this episode on the 17th of February, hence why the intro has us talking about Chinese New Year. We're not that dated. <laughs> Enjoy the episode and have a good day ahead. Yo, 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 welcome to another episode of House to House. I am Kyler and I'm Peter. How have you been lately? Well, it's, it was the Chinese New Year weekend mm. this past weekend and it was a very different one, obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there was some visiting, but not a lot. And As in you visiting or guests coming I, over? I, I got to visit. I, I normally visit anyway. Right. Uh, we normally go to one house, but this year we had to go to multiple houses to ensure that we all do the safe distancing thing and not crowd in the same. Instead of like all the families coming to one house instead. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that was an interesting thing. I, I mean, I I'm fortunate I didn't lose out on any young pals <laughs> because you know uh, my parents. I mean my my parents and my brother and all that still ensured that I got the young pals that are meant for me. Right. So so yeah, they collect on my behalf, you know that. Ah okay. Wait, on your behalf means you didn't go. Yeah, we didn't go as a family. We split up. Right. Because it was easier than I mean we are family of of four. I mean now that my sister's overseas, we are family of four. I mean that's half the visitor allocation already. Mm. So we thought it would make more sense to split up like two um, two and among the generations, so to speak. Yeah. Right. So that was okay, nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, wh- which way do you prefer? Like the old way where everybody goes to one house or now where you like split into pairs? I like to think there are pros and cons to both. Like, yeah, but which like, do you prefer? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I, I obviously prefer the smaller gatherings. I think it's a mm. lot more intimate. It's a lot more engaging, but it can also be ridiculously awkward at times. Yeah. When you're like, okay, we have totally run out of conversation <laughs> topics and you're just going to sit and watch the TV while we think of the next one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, so having a larger group, obviously, you know, you don't get those awkward silences because... There's noise everywhere yeah, and bustling You everywhere. can be the awkward silence and no one's going to notice. Yeah. But when everyone's awkward silence, then yeah. I see, I see. Okay. What about you? How was your New Year or, you know, how's your life been? Uh... New Year was pretty quiet for me, but New Year's has, New Year has always been quiet for me. Um, I usually just do like a mass gathering on day one, mm. where it's like every family goes to one house, right? And that's it for the day. It's like maybe it takes about four to five hours ah, long, yeah, yeah. and then I'm done for the day. Mm. So I think it's quieter than my already quiet New Year. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so, I yeah. but I enjoyed it. Like I prefer it this way because. I mean, I can just stay at home. That I, that's my kind of personality. <laughs> I'm a home buddy, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, long weekend, just stay at home. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, I, I enjoyed the quiet and peace also, actually. It's, for me, I'm just looking at it as a getaway. Mm. Like, a sm- like a mini vacation for me. Right. Yeah. Before, like, heading back to work and everything. Just a small rejuvenation. So, do you think this is going to be the new normal for you? But that's because, like, I... I don't like to interact with people. Yeah, yeah. So, so this you you want this to be the new normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. I mean, what am I really losing out on? Like maybe twenty packets of two dollars, <laughs> ang pals. Like harsh. Yeah, <laughs> but I I think I prefer the peace and quiet. 
for me at right. least. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I know I know I would too, but I think my family wouldn't. I like like mm. they prefer you like know the, the big gathering and all that. So the whole reunion thing. Yeah. So I so I mean, personally, I would love this to be the new normal, but I mean, for their sake, I probably wouldn't right. wish it. Yeah. Okay. Well, listeners, keep those questions coming to podcast at mortgagemaster.com.sg. I want to see all those questions sliding into my GM all week long. And this is all going to lead up to our question-only episode, The Open House, where we answer all your questions. So, Peter, today, what we are going to talk about is, well, HDB just released their subscription rates, officially. Right, the application rates. Right before... Chinese New Year begin on Chinese New Year Eve actually mm. so what we're going to do today is we're going to review and take a deeper look at those numbers and what those numbers really mean right. and maybe how what these numbers um, how it's going to affect the future yeah so sure. let's start off with like maybe just a very quick recap of the I wouldn't say non-important but maybe the less the slightly less important figures so what I'm seeing here is um just a very quick recap for two-room flexis. Um, Bukit Batok, mm. Tengah. We, we expect these kind of numbers, very low numbers. I think what just really stands out to me is that uh, there's actually an oversubscription of second-timers for the Bukit Batok two-room flats. Mm. That's what I'm... I'm trying to find a reason why, actually. Second-timers, that's one. Right. And to the point where it's oversubscribed. I mean, I think oversubscriptions for second timers aren't that rare. Mm. It's, it's quite common. I think it's quite common. Even for a two-room Bukit Batok unit. But, but you're right. I mean, for a non-mature estate, it does seem interesting that... Like, what's the reasoning, right? Like, why is there a higher-than-expected demand of people right. actually bidding for this yeah. unit? But... I mean, this is two-room flats you're talking about, and these are second-timers. So. Exactly. So that's, I think those two factors combined right. is what is really intriguing me. I mean, first-timers, I understand. Mm. But whereas second-timers, actually. But second-timers also include people who maybe have gone through a phase in their life where they had no choice but to sell their first BTO. Right. And maybe now they have rebounded in a sense where they can get back on their feet and these are the type of units that they might be looking for. So right. maybe that might be a reasoning as to why it's oversubscribed also. And you, I think what you said just now about Bukit Batok being in demand is also right because we can see that the singles application rate is mm. 10.2, which is... I mean, I, I, do, I wouldn't know exactly what the average is, but comparing that to Tengah, which is at a 4.7, it's about... Right. Like damn, it's almost twice as much. That's I, what I think singles get a bad, you know, a, a, a get dealt a bad. I personally feel singles get dealt a bad deal mm-hmm. when it comes to HGV BTOs. Uh, one, they can only apply for two room flats. Yeah. They can only apply in new in in non mature towns. Mm. Yeah, so so you know, you don't get a lot of opportunities, and every. Every uh, launch, every exercise, there's there's only like so many options mm. to have. So so I I suspect singles are trying. You know, like think about it. For every exercise, there are thirteen singles 
for every unit that are unable to yeah to get a unit this round which means you have singles who are waiting and waiting and waiting exactly and not everyone can afford a resale flat no, well yeah exactly and that's why they have to they have, they have to, no other option yep. than to go with this BTO. So so think about your 35 you know you only have so many options mm. you don't have the resale flat or the condo options or you do choose not to for yeah. whatever reason and and you know all you have is in this exercise for example the option between Bukit Batok which is a slightly more developed town and Tengah which is non-existent yeah. at this point in time but I mean that's the thing so when they get this Okay, so f- what's in my head right now is that if people apply for Tengah, mm. the two room one, it's only going to come out in like four years' time. Yep. And I would think by then, by 2025 or 2026 even, that Tengah would already have started to develop. And I that's why I expected the Tengah rate to actually be higher. Right. As compared to... I, I mean, I get that Bukit Batok is really developed in a sense, or mm. rather more developed than Tengah. And people be like, oh yeah, at least when I go there... Maybe as early as 2025 It's easier to settle down And accommodate to the surroundings And the environment But I don't know I think it just caught me A bit off guard So yeah Yeah I mean I mean Historically speaking We've always seen that No matter what Singles will flock to one location More than the other Mm -hmm. uh, Quite significantly As in very, Very seldomly do we have Two locations that are equally Split right. among the singles Because you, you can only apply for one Yeah yeah. You can't just like Try your luck at both Otherwise everyone will be Trying their luck at both mm. So you still got to pick Between the two And, and you can either play You know the game of Oh this will be Less popular So Higher chance of me Getting, getting a, a unit. unit Or I, I don't care which one Is more popular I just want the one That I want in which case, you know, you get, for example, a case like this where Tengah is 4.7, Bukebato is twice of that. Yeah. And yeah. You know. All right. Okay. All right. So now let's move on to the, I'm just scrolling down to the three, three room, four room, five room rates. Um, to me, generally, no surprise. Kind of expected. Everything is more than one. So every every uh, sale in this gets an oversubscription rate. So basically, everyone is competing. You don't get a free pass and getting a unit, which is what we expected. Um, I think what more or less stood out to me was that the Bidadari subscription rate for the three room is 66 and the four room is 21. So I think on first impression... I was like, whoa, why why are more people bidding for three rooms? But it's actually not the case. It's just because three room has a lower supply. Exactly. And that, you know, skews the numbers. But what was interesting, because I searched um Vida Dari one this year yep. in twenty twenty one had less units. Yes. But even more people applied. Yes. As compared to last year's November's one. So I mean, we can't exactly pinpoint a reason to this, but I think the what I can imply at least is that I mean firstly it could be due to location because you can't exactly pick which plot you want so they just ah let's yep. go yep. and secondly it's Bidadari's last sale yep. so I think there are even more people who just babe you know what let's go just piaoni and just submit our bit and yeah. just hope for the best that's kind of the only um things that I can assume yeah and for, I, I think yeah. it's a fair assumption I mean mm. I mean, everyone loves uh, the fire sale or the closing down yeah, sale. It, yeah. Like, this is your last chance to get a Bidadari BTO. Mm. You know, like, if 
if you're always on the fence about it, or you know, if you've been trying to apply and you haven't applied yet, this is your, you know, this is where it happens. Yeah. And and the fact that there were more uh, location options, more site options, mm. I think also helps. There are three as, different. Yeah, as we okay. discussed in the previous episode, like some of these sites are actually quite decent. Others are a bit of a crapshoot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think nothing too out of the ordinary. I feel it's what we expected. It's what we got. Good luck, everybody, for your BTO applications. But now let's move on to the more I think personally at least the more surprising one, which is Harmony Village. When like maybe last month when I was writing the articles and stuff, right. like for me in my head, this was just like okay, I have to include this because yep. it was part of the launch. Yep. Never would I have thought that this would be the focal point for me that intrigued me the most at least because I mean there's an oversubscription rate of 4.2 right to me that's a lot of senior citizens that are that even want to apply for the BTO I think that's that's why that's why it's interesting for me right that they're like um, they wouldn't want to just stay in the current homes they have assuming that they are living in a home right now <laughs> and that they want to uproot themselves, move to Bukit Batok for those who are not in Bukit Batok and w- even wait three years right. for this um for this block of flats to be constructed and go into an entirely new environment just to I don't know whether it's experience or to try or whatever. Because I mean we talked about this that it can't even be sold. It can't even be sold. Like these units, it can't oh, be sold. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's basically the end goal in that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think that's why it was surprising to me. Yeah, so so I think in terms of elderly applying for BTOs, uh, like the option for a two-room flat has always been there. It's about 40%, I believe, um, allocated to, yeah, 40% of the flat supply is for t- of two-room flexi-flats um, are allocated to the elderly, traditionally. Mm. And um, this was the first time that a CCA, a community care apartment, was you know being offered. And it's interesting to see in that sense that it's just as popular as the two-room flexi-flats, which means that, that uh, there's no difference in the demand. Mm. Like, the elderly just want a place regardless of whether it's part of a larger estate or whether it's their own thing. Mm. Yeah, and, and I think you're right. I mean, it, it's interesting to see that as a CCA has the same demand, the same, you know, uh, like not higher or lower than your typical um, allocated two-room flexi-flats. Yeah. yeah, so what you're saying is that now... The CCAs have provided another alternative, another option for senior citizens. Not just another option, but an equally appealing option right. to the the two rooms. And mm. I, th- I think we see it because when you look at Kalang Wampo, which mm. also was 100% allocated to the elderly yeah. uniquely, it, I mean, the application rate is also 4.2%. Oh, wow. It's exactly 4.2%. Yeah. So, okay. so in that sense, uh, people, el- the elderly who applied in this in this exercise were equally split between uh, a CCA and, and uh, a two-room flexi-flat in the in, mature estate 
in a mature estate next to Kwong Wai Shu Hospital, mm. you know, and all that jazz. So in that sense, both are equally appealing. Having an area to call your own for an active retirement, yeah, and a place next to a medical, you know, a medical center that is predominantly for elder care. So that was interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think I mean we mentioned in the previous episode mm. that. Um, you know, we had a whole section on discussing the implications of it and whether right. it will be successful. And we we also I remember saying that we have to wait for the numbers to come out to see how successful this um, this CCA really is. And I think it proved to be really successful. Like we called it, we expected it. Um, if anything, I think it confirms our suspicions. And this might even be reassurance yep. for HDB to be like, okay, yeah, people want this. Let's start making more of it. Yep, exactly. So I want to have a short segment now where um, let's just predict where the next CCA is going to be. And I want you to also come up with the name because this Bukit Batok CCA is called Harmony Village. Mm. So I want you to come up with a location and a name for it. So I was thinking... Um, so clearly they are looking at non-mature towns, right? Okay. Or, or at least for now, la, uh, that the CCAs would be in, in non-mature towns. I don't know if... I don't know if Simi is considered non-mature. I mean, it's technically not a town. La. I, okay, so, so I was thinking in Simi because, you know, Simi is next to uh, Changi General Hospital. Right. Simei is a relatively older estate in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so lots of opportunities. In terms of demographics, older you mean? Also in terms of flats. Like there are condos okay. there, which are newer. Mm. But the HGB flats there are you know, decidedly not as new. Right. Um, but I mean, I don't think Simei is a non-mature town per se. Like, I, think, I think it might be under the Tampanese. Uh, mature town or mature estate but anyway but I was thinking somewhere in Simei and for the alliteration because I'm a comic book fan and alliteration is <laughs> great I was gonna call it the silver lining in Simei wow yeah. damn yeah okay that it sounds elegant in that way but silver lining like the very first image yeah that came to my head was mm. The grey hair. Yeah, that, that was the point. Ah. So, so it's, it's a bit on the nose. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's nice. It's, you know, glamorous. It's it's very Silver classy. Silver lining at Simei. Okay. You know, the chic kind of thing. Nice, nice. I like it. I like it. Okay. So, I think I took a slightly different approach mm. from you. Um, I, I didn't exactly consider the fact that they are doing the CCAs in non-mature estates. I just opened the Singapore map yeah. and like... Where would old people stay? Yeah. That was my that was my process. So, um, what caught my eye was um, the first one was Tiong Bahru. Mm. So, that's quite a more established area as compared to other areas. Yep. So, um, but I think the way I got to do it was purely names. <laughs> I didn't care what was what amenities they had in the area. Right. I just wanted a good name for it. So, I came across. Um, Jalan Bukit Ho Swee, that stretch of road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that the first CCA that's gonna be there is gonna be called Sui Sui Po Tao Sui. That's gonna be the first CCA <laughs> at Tiong Bahru. And what's additional is that I found out that it's quite close to SGH. Right. So, you know, they have that they have that going for them as well. Secondly, 
Um, okay, wait, wait, wait. For, for the kentang, for the kentang here, what, what, what does that name mean? Sui sui po zao sui. It kind of means, um, like, you do like a one times good one. Like, you do a good job. Yeah. But it's more of the sui at the Jalan Bukit Ho Sui. That right. was what I was going for. Yes. So it's a pun. And, yeah, and it's, you know, Hokkien where I would think that majority of people who are going to stay there will be like, go out with a bang. Doubling down on the dialects. Yes, well I am. Done. I'm actually am. So, secondly, I found out what Tiong Baru means. Tiong apparently means cemetery. Oh. In, I think, Hokkien or Cantonese. Okay. I think it's Hokkien, but don't quote me on this. Um, and Baru means new. Right, in Malay. In Malay. So, another potential CCA at Tiong Baru could be called Baru Beginnings. AKA new beginnings at Tiong Baru. You know, it's a new it's a new phase in their lives. Right. They're applying for this CCO, CCA, event, essentially a new BTO yep. and entering a new phase in their life. Thus, having Baru, Baru beginnings, beginnings at Tiong Baru. We need the name. You know, like how some BTOs have the at yep. location behind. Even though the Baru already suggests it's going to be at Tiong Baru, I want it to be at Baru beginnings at, at Tiong Baru. Baru. Right. That's the official name I want it. And I expect a 1% royalty fee mm. if HDB does Pursuit. decide to take this. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's for Tiong Baru. And... Mm. Oh, another one. I had a, a, sm- a last bonus. It's going to be for the Atas of the Atas. Mm. It's going to be at Marina Bay. Wow. Yes, yes, The greatest yes. southern waterfront. Yes, yes. The name of the CCA, that my CCA, is going to be called Beckin Mabe. So it's going to be B-E-C-K-I-N <laughs> M-A apostrophe B-A-Y Because mm. It sounds like Back in my day yeah. And that's what All the old people say yep. You're back in my day ah, Young boy That's exactly what they say And what's better than that Is to have your own home Literally named after The most common phrase That old people use right. Back in my bay And You are literally Back in my bay because you're living in Marina yeah. Bay. That's right. Pop yep. the confetti, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Golden shout. Well, okay, maybe. Wrong euphemism. No. But, no. oh, let the fireworks be released into the sky. That's right, HDB. If yep. you ever need names, please, you know where to find me. I am always available. Hit me up in my Gmail. We can always do a collaboration. So, yes. But I think... You know, having talked about all these future potential CCAs, where it could be, what it could be named. Let's bring it back down to reality for a second. Mm. There is no more CCAs for the rest of the year. According to HDB's projections of the the upcoming launches that are remaining for this year, um, in May, in August, I don't think they've released the November one yet. Um, I've checked that each of these launches, like maybe this eight or nine launches, there is no CCA that's included. So so it's just standard BTO right. for the general population. So I think now that we've actually gotten numbers mm. and stats to prove that, hey, CCAs are in demand, how hard will it be to include a CCA in every launch? Because we've talked about this, yep. um, that your theory is that they might start including a CCA into every launch. Right. Do you think it'll be easy or hard? Well, I, I mean, the numbers speak for itself, mm. right? The demand is there. Yeah. Uh, I don't see why HDB shouldn't 
implement the next one as early as the November launch. Right. You know. So what you're saying is that there is reason to believe that. Sorry, there is numbers to back it up. Yeah. To prove that people want this, I don't see why not. We should yeah. do it. Okay. More, more importantly, people want this, but not enough to take away from the existing two-room flexi flat scheme. Right. Like it's not uh, oversubscribed to the point where the two-room flexi flat is now the, you know, the 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 unwanted child, you know, mm. the um, the lesser option. This this launch in particular proves that when given the choice, location, amenities all play a part in making a you know a site worth worth applying for. Mm. And I think if HGB continues to do this. The numbers should prove that regardless of, of where the CCA is located, regardless of how many uh, two-room flexi-flats you offer the elderly. Because you've got to remember that um, the, the, Wampo, the, the Wampo one is also 100% elderly, which means that yeah. it's not like the elderly wouldn't get a chance if they had gone with the Kalang Wampo option. Uh, they would have had just as many chances as the CCA. So, so clearly... Uh, both are viable options and HGB should take this as a sign that yes, you know, CCAs should and uh, can and should be included in every launch moving forward. Okay, yeah. If, if you have the right sites for it, of course. Yeah. Listeners, you heard it here first. We are advocating for more CCAs to be built and we, are, we have that hot take that more CCAs are going to be built mm. in more locations. Yep. So, I think more or less we've covered quite essentially we've covered like from B, the BTO starting from the BTO guides to our assumptions you know before the results came out and now that the results have came out we've did a review of what these numbers meant and everything and since you know since this is going to be the last episode covering the BTO launch in February 21 I know unless there are any future episodes which we'll need to reference this the next BTO episode will most likely be covering May's launch. Right. Yeah. So, I think the perfect way to end this is that looking forward at what is next, which is the May BTO launch, I want you to give me just one bold prediction. No matter how crazy, no matter how realistic it might be, you don't, you don't have to explain if you want to. Just give me one bold prediction of what you can expect for May's BTO launch? I mean, I, I don't think it'll be bold, honestly. Okay. It's, it's pretty straightforward to me. Okay. Um, the Geelang uh, site mm. is right next to MacPherson MRT Station, mm. which is an intersection of the Circle Line and the Downtown Line. Yeah. And as someone who passes that station every day, I know firsthand how popular that station is. Like, like there are still people at all times of the day you know, mm. it's at, never empty. Yeah, it's it? it's never empty, and and we're talking about a thousand three hundred and eighty units, two room, flexi, three room, four room, uh, which means that it's probably going to be highly contested, and and yeah, I mean, if if you have if you are planning to BTO this year, you mm. might you should definitely consider Geelang. The, the May Geelang site as an option. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those that it's probably worth spending your your application right. on. It's like a 
quotation marks worthy unit. No. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like 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 I mean, worthy enough to leave Milno. To to do what? To leave Milno. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps perhaps I mean I mean Milno requires a different kind of worthiness, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean in all seriousness, we're talking about a site that's literally next door to an interchange, an MRT interchange, which mm. is very rare. And um, yeah, I mean, like even even if I were to ignore the fact that there are no five-room flats mm. in this site, which means that maybe larger families or, or you know, like may not consider it. I think the, the, the sheer number of amenities in that area, the sheer um, growth potential of that area, the obvious increase in value as soon as MOP happens. Yeah. Like it's gonna be quite insane. Uh. Oh, yeah. I can't read to write the article about covering this. You you can't underestimate. You can't. There's there's no way to underestimate. Yeah. How much this will be worth to the people who want it? I mean, if you thought a, a BTO in the Greater Southern Waterfront would be, you know, a mad rush. Okay. Um. Yeah. Sites the, like these mm. very rare, very very in demand. Yeah. Hot take. Okay. Fair enough. I'm going a completely different route. I think the more in-demand sale will be the Bukit Merah one. Oh. 170 units, 3 room, 4 room, that's all. People are gonna go ham. I think, I predict, this is my hot take, the subscription rate is gonna be at least 14.2. That's my, that's my hot take. Okay, I mean... I can see why, but when you think about it, it's like it's like buying Toto la. It is. You know, this like is literally the exact. This is the housing version of the Chinese New Year, like twelve million Toto. Yes, I think exactly. It's exactly this. Yeah. But but when you think about it, like when when you have the Geylang site mm. on offer as well, and you can only apply for one. Mm. Yeah, I th- I think people who are trying their luck mm. should definitely go for Bukit Merah. Because they have nothing to lose and everything to gain if they yes. get it. But if you definitely want to BTO within four years mm. and you're worried... Geelang one is a more stable yeah, I option. Think, I think it's, you know, like... Like if you missed out on Bidadari in February, for mm. example. Yeah, I mean, Geelang's there's still, the next bo- there's next still option. options for, for you to, to, to try and, and hopefully get... B- so that you... You can do your BTO thing in four years. You know, you can move in and all that. Right. The 170 units in Bukit Merah. That's yes. Go, guys. Do not give up on your dreams. It might seem small. It's only 170. Yes, I understand. There are no five-room flats for large families. Or if you plan to have four children, for example, if you're feeling frisky in your room. But guys, you have to, you are, you have to understand it's in the middle of Labrador Park MRT. It's in the middle of Tanuk Blanga MRT. It's right beside Mount Faber, Mount Faber Park. You, you're basically like maybe 10 minutes from Vivo City. Essentially 20 minutes from Sentosa. Think about the value. 170 guys. 170 units. Just go. Trust. Make my goal of 14.2 subscription rate real. We got this guys. Yeah. I mean, that is my hot take. I mean, you're right. La. It's it's as close to the Greater Southern Waterfront as you can get before the Greater Southern Waterfront becomes a thing. Yes, this, yeah, yeah. This, this will be the OG yeah. Greater Southern Waterfront. So, I so yeah, so. I mean, if, if, if you're really thinking that far into the future, if, yeah, treat this like, like 
the future Greater Southern Waterfront. Think of all the amenities that will soon come up within that yes. area. How much, how this will be the, the newest kid on the block before the, the real new kids on the block show yeah. up. And you'll probably get it at a cheaper price, I would think, as compared to yes. when eventually the GSW starts to that's, develop. That's actually a very good point. That's right. Because the GSW is definitely going to raise... Uh, property exactly. prices in the area yes. and and you're right there ready to ride the GSW wave. Yes. Guys, if for people who have read my articles um regarding the BTO guides, if you if you thought that I was high on Tenga, whoo boy, you are in for a treat when it comes to Bukit Mera, just you wait. Just you wait in May. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that there are only 170 units. I guess they didn't unblock the other units around <laughs> Maybe. fast enough. It's one more unit than the Bukit Batok CCA. Yeah. yeah. So, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think that's all from us today. Um, listeners, do not forget to send in if you've got any questions, any feedback, any things you want to clarify. Do drop us an email at podcast at mortgagemaster.com.sg Thanks for joining us, folks. And remember, when you assume, you make an S out of you and me. See you next time. Goodbye.